0: Do you think you're a trading hotshot? Well, you're not if you're trading these cold sectors on the Aussie market. Which sectors, you ask? Download my free Hot or Not special report from tradinggame.com.au forward slash hot or not to find out. That website again, tradinggame.com.au slash hot or not. Now on with the show. Louise Bedford here, the host of the Talking Trading Podcast. Each week I bring you expert trading tactics so that you can excel in the markets. I love bringing you interviews and market wraps as well as these solo episodes that I've also been enjoying so that you can keep up your motivation and continue trading with skill and clarity. I want to discuss where you draw your inspiration from. This is a key topic. We need energy as traders and we need to think about how we're going to top up our energy levels and that does involve a fair chunk of inspiration. And that is why we have also brought you some famous traders onto the show. Over the years, we've had market wizards like Linda Rashke, Anthony saliva Peter Brandt, Tom Basso, Mark Cook, and even the author of Market Wizards, Jack Schwager. We've had some incredible Australian traders also that I'm sure are household names and some internationally based traders that have really given us that shot of extra energy that we all need, as well as discussing some trading tactics that perhaps we haven't been exposed to. But the other area is also the area of high-performance psychology. As well as traders, we have interviewed sports people such as Lane Beachley, who is a world surfing champion, and Stephen Moore, who is one of Australia's greatest rugby union players, and people like Patrick Hollingworth, who climbed Everest. But also in the area of high-performance psychology, Think big thinkers, entrepreneurs, non-trading related people, medicos, these are the types of people that can top up our energy levels. Robert Frost said, Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less travelled by, and that has made all the difference. Yes, Frost is talking about the lonely choice, but one where he called the shots. A significant choice, a deliberate action. Our Bob Frost would have made a heck of a trader, I'm guessing. You see, it's so easy to roll over, to take the path of least resistance, to give up, especially when things seem to be in turmoil and the path forward is foggy to the point of being unrecognisable. And a lesser person would give up. They'd sink into their couch, fire up Netflix and pour themselves another glass of wine. But not you. You're a fighter. You have a vision for the future. And you know the importance of inspiration. I'm here to ask you to give yourself time to grow. We really need to discuss about how to keep our fuel tanks charged up. There are so many different ways that we can do this, but I want to give you a couple of examples today. You might've heard about the swimmer, Michael Phelps, but I bet you haven't heard about one of his mindset methods. He used this to win 23 world records. Bill Bowman was Michael Phelps' coach. He spotted Michael's incredible potential when Michael was only in grade five. But Michael's physical training could only take him so far. Bob told Michael, it takes what it takes. He talked to Michael about swimming in the Olympics, goals for the year, and goals for his next training session. He told Michael to complete a form of a mental visioning technique about winning the race. And Bob called this the movie. Well, it turns out that mental practice triggers mirror neurons. And it's the same type of brain circuits that are recruited in comparison to if you actually did that activity. During the 2008 Beijing Olympics, both Bob and Michael were hoping for a groundbreaking world record. They had all of their movies lined up. But after the dive, Michael's goggles started filling with water. And by the time he was halfway through the race, he couldn't see anything. He was swimming blind, stinging eyes. Disaster. However, it turns out that Michael had got so bored with his mental movies, being so perfect, that he began to play out disasters in his mind, every type of disaster imaginable. He had replayed this exact scenario of his goggles filling up with water in his mind over and over and over again in his mental disaster movie pics. He knew it took 20 strokes to hit the wall, swimming blind. And he won. He got the world record, gold medal, a perfect swim. He had pre rehearsed the obstacles and worked out ways around them. He focused on overcoming the worst possible scenario. And that way, he was ready for whatever came up. And you can do the same in trading and in your life. That's because positive, Pollyanna thinking is a recipe for disaster. Interestingly, the more positively university graduates fantasised about success, two years later, the fewer job applications they sent out and the fewer jobs they were offered and the less they earned. Those who embark on a weight loss campaign and picture themselves gaining a physique to rival Al McPherson they ended up regaining the weight they lost and not even losing as much in the first place. Elderly individuals who dream of a full recovery after hip surgery can walk fewer steps after their operation. Dream of the ideal relationship? Well, you're more likely to be alone. Mentally simulating our desired outcome makes us think that we've already got there. So, we don't have to put energy into the goal itself. And according to Gabrielle Oetigen, the professor of psychology at NYU, she says the obstacles in our way are the trigger for overcoming them and getting to implement our positive fantasies. She calls this mental contrasting. It's where an if then plan can really come to the fore. She developed a scientifically proven tool called WOOP, W-O-O-P. It stands for wish, outcome, obstacle, plan. It's not negative thinking. It's factoring the obstacles that you're likely to face into your equation and planning around them. As a trader, we plan for every contingency. We plan for the worst, We set stops. We are pragmatic. Exceptional traders know their worst case scenario and they know when they need to step aside from the markets. It's nice to know that exceptional trading behaviour is directly in line with the latest research about high performance, isn't it? Most of us are terrible at articulating our feelings because we've been told to suppress them. We've been told man up, don't be a wuss and you were probably told from childhood these types of things but this research says that it's not a bad thing to pre-consider the negative outcomes. I suggest that if you're hurt, allow those feelings to well up and overflow if necessary. Sit with them, hold yourself in grief. If you don't, you'll be destined to have those feelings lurking in the shadows and they will control your life. Martin Luther King encouraged this same sentiment when he said, take your burden, take your grief and look at it. Don't run from it. Look at it hard enough to say, how can I transform this liability into an asset? If you've made a loss, then feel it. If you stuffed up and bought the wrong number of shares, then allow that shame to wash over you because I guarantee if you push down those feelings and don't grasp the lesson, you'll be destined to repeat that same behavior, but in a more dramatic way. It'll be bigger and a more damaging mistake. Your subconscious will vie for your attention and then smack you across the head unless you allow yourself to feel. And I know that it's likely that the last year or so has treated your plans as if it was one big Jenga game. But you still have control over the things you can control. You have a purpose. Right now it might be shimmering and just out of reach, but it is still glittering and sparkling just ahead of you. Sometimes you just need to rely on inspiration to remind you of that purpose. And when you're going through hell, just keep going. Now is not the time to curl up and suck your thumb, it's the time to watch and observe and to keep moving. You see, it's better to make a decision than no decision at all, even if that decision is tiny. The roads are full of squashed, indecisive flat possums as roadkill. They hesitated and they paid the price. It's times like that that you find out who you really are. You can't just polyfill over the cracks in your character and think that it'll all be fine. It's time to stand naked in front of the mirror and vulnerable. And that's where your true nature is revealed. To create a business like Profit, you cannot treat trading like a hobby. You have to treat it as seriously as if you're an athlete about to compete in the Olympics. If your goal to trade well is right down the bottom of your priority list, I can tell you with absolute certainty that you will never derive a significant income from the markets. The best investment that you can ever make is in yourself. If you look at successful people from all walks of life, you'll see this philosophy acts as their common denominator. Trading follows this principle to the letter. Athletes put huge amounts of effort into managing their personal energy levels, and that's why we can learn so much from the fields of sports psychology and apply it to our own lives. Jim Lahia has been studying athletes' behaviour for over 30 years. In a particularly revealing study about tennis players, he noticed that it wasn't the most skillful athlete that won the match. It was the 16 to 20 seconds between points. Winning tennis professionals did something completely different in their time during those times between points. They visualized success. They relaxed and refocused. They controlled their breathing and their posture. And as a result, their heart rates dropped by up to 20 beats per minute. They recovered their energy, and this edge consistently led to winning behaviour on the court. Lahir concluded that a player's uptime was only as good as his downtime. Okay, just one more study that I'll quote. Years ago, during my university days, I was told of a study of Harvard business graduates. The study was designed to establish what are the common factors that led graduates to ultimately succeed financially. Interestingly, 20 or so years after their degrees, 5% of the graduates were earning 95% of the total money earned by all graduates. And it was that 5% who had written down their goals and dreams when they first graduated. The maintenance of a carefully written life plan somehow helped these graduates attain their goals. And some even carried their personal mission statement with them in their wallets. So yes, we are going to borrow a lot from other psychological fields in our pursuit of high performance in the markets. It's a great way to influence your own trading inspiration and to borrow some of their techniques. You see, to effectively learn a new skill, it's great if you can find somebody to emulate, a mentor. Anthony Robbins says, if you want to be a success, find someone who has achieved what you want and copy them. Trading can be confusing. Even when you think you've mastered the necessary skills, trading can be confusing. Even when you think that you've mastered the necessary skills, often you'll come up against a completely new experience that will take your breath away. Personally, I've found that reading books by successful traders, it's been invaluable in my own trading development. And as you clock in multiple trading hours, it will not only be their techniques that you're seeking, but also their attitude and their views on life. That's why I curate so much of the information for you and I provide it in a neatly wrapped little package during talking trading. I'm hoping to not only inspire you in terms of trading techniques, but also inspire your heart. That way you'll be able to continue when the going gets tough. So let's have a look at how to spot a guru, because even though I want you to be inspired by some of these amazing people that I can introduce you to, I also want to make sure that you're not going down a path where somebody's talking a big game. They call it big hat, no cattle in Texas. Here is a list of indications that your share market trainer might have their heart in the wrong place. Be wary if they tell you you'll make returns of greater than 70% a year. Here's a quick reality check. Ed Sakota is one of the greatest traders in the world and he has been making returns of 60% a year. No, I didn't just make a mistake. I said 60% a year. Unrealistic benchmarks might sell a seminar, but they will set you up for catastrophic losses. I mean, what makes you think that you can outperform Ed year after year? Be careful if they say, Well, I've been trading for the last three years. Hmm. That makes me laugh having started trading in 1990. The worst traders can make astounding profits if the market conditions are right. Find somebody who has gone through a few share market crises and who knows how to make money out of a downtrend. Three years is the blink of an eye in the context of the share market. Beware if a guru tells you, I make profits 80% of the time. Look, apart from the fact that this is a ridiculous yardstick, most good traders will only talk about their losses and the lessons they learned in comparison to their profits. And it's not just a case of admirable humility. It's because the share market has a way of punishing those with inflated egos. Any statements or testimonials that are jam-packed with impressive figures about profit should be broadly avoided. In Australia, the industry watchdog is the ASIC, ASIC, Australian Securities and Investment Commission. ASIC tends to crack down on those types of schemes. However, in many cases... It's too late to save the innocent and the gullible people who've already paid thousands of dollars in pursuit of a pipe dream. If you're in the buying zone for a seminar on the share market, check out the credentials of the presenter and the organisers very carefully and don't get sucked in by over-the-top claims. Also be very wary if you hear that there is a no-risk trading strategy. The search for the no-risk trade has really achieved holy grail status in the share market. Novices believe that it exists and professionals know that it doesn't. If there is no risk, there is no reward. Simple as that. Be wary if somebody says entry is the key. There are three distinct parts to trading effectively. Your trading system your trading psychology, and maintenance, which is how you look after your portfolio. Entry signals, they'll only help you engage with trades that have a high probability of success. They won't tell you when to exit or how much money to place into each trade. And these things, they are the things that determine your long-term success. Risk and money management, Sure, they're not sexy topics, and they won't sell a seminar, but they do separate the professionals from the mediocre masses. Natural selection dictates that for a particular characteristic to evolve, it must be attractive to those who we seek to impress. The gurus have emerged because we've encouraged them to do so, and we have no one to blame but ourselves. In our desperate and pathetic pursuit of a higher authority, we willed them into existence. Unfortunately, the guru of yesterday is the despised charlatan of today. There are no shortcuts to trading success. You'll need to stop relying on fairy tales and begin trusting your own written trading plan. The best traders have read widely, sparingly attended high quality seminars and been discerning when it comes to listening to other traders. So don't blame the guru for your trading results. They only had power over you because you allowed them to. To ultimately achieve greatness, you'll need to do more than copy someone else. Your trading must be individualized to suit your own circumstances. One of the best sources of information about great traders are interviews. The Market Wizard series of books by Jack Schwager are valuable additions to your library. There are some similarities between all of the traders interviewed in Schwager's books, and I think these can be distilled into three main components. Number one, even though it's difficult for people to accept, there is no one particular grand secret to trading the markets. There are millions of ways to make money in the markets and the irony is that they're all very difficult to find and they'll require hard work and exertion. Tips and insider information and black box systems, they're not going to lead to trading success. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Number two, the secret to success lies within each individual not in finding a new indicator or a new, unique setup. Your background does not determine your success. Your individual qualities of tenacity, fluid, lateral thinking and experience will propel you towards trading excellence. And the third distilled wisdom that I've tried to work out for you and make it easy to pop it into a nutshell from Jack Schwager's books Success in trading is a terrific goal, but it's worthless if the rest of your life is in shambles. Most good traders have achieved a level of success and balance in their lives other than trading. They value their health, their personal lives, and often their spiritual lives. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Talking Trading. It was inspired because I am often asked about where I get inspiration from in the markets and how can I keep doing the same thing over and over again for over three decades. So hopefully that gives you an idea about where I'm drawing my energy from in terms of high-performance sports people and inspiring leaders, plus inspiring traders. They're my two key areas. Now, if you'd like to continue your journey with trading education, remember that you can come and visit us at our youtube.com slash trading trading game channel we'd love you to subscribe to that it really does help because then you'll get especially if you click on the little bell instant information when we do release a new video there i know this discussion has been talking based but a lot of the information that we provide on our youtube channel involves charts and we like to show those to you as well as talk about them on talking trading Alright, go forth, trade objectively, and enjoy your week. Most traders act like a little kid in the markets. They don't know that a great trading plan is their secret weapon. Isn't it time you grew the f up? Register on tradinggame.com.au and grab our free trading plan template. It's a sign of being a mature trader.